Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wantra, and thank you for listening. I'm curious if you believe or live by the thought that the universe is always giving us a chance, and we always have opportunity to step into new beginnings. Each morning when we wake up, each birthday we celebrate, each new year, you can pick a new moon, a full moon, but we have all these opportunities along every minute, every second, every day to start something new. And just like always we can start new, we always have the opportunity to learn. In fact, the universe continues to deliver to us teachings and clues and messages and lessons to help us evolve because we're here to experience. But more importantly, our soul is here also to continue in the evolution process. The universe wants us to heal our past. And sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but the universe does want us to heal our past so that we can feel like we can move forward freely. The universe doesn't want us simply to escape it or run from it or bury it, but actually heal it. We'll get nudges along the way and affirmations that we are on track. But the universe will also give us gaps. This is a time where we get to test the waters, decide on what detours we might like to take. We get to take a break. It's a gap because sometimes we get restless. We feel like there's nothing going on when actually it's a way to acclimate our teachings or our energy. I call it the space between facts. It's practice time for us to learn more about ourselves and what we do or don't do in this space. The universe gives us opportunities to honor all parts of ourselves, even those times we believe we're not perfect or we believe we messed up. If you have children, you teach by suggesting, showing, and then allowing them to practice. Sometimes they don't quite get it right and they learn by their mistakes. And we know this, that the correction of those mistakes is actually the opportunity or it actually deep seeds the learning. Think of the universe as our parent teacher. Now might be one of those times that we are given the opportunity to fly on our own, just like children when they are out on their own and on their own learning curves. So are we. We learn at varying times of our lives and we all learn differently. We progress through our evolution very differently. You've probably heard me talk before about how we move forward because we're sometimes uncomfortable. Something we don't like, we don't like something about where we are or what we're doing or who we are or what we feel. We're motivated by the hope of something else or by the uncomfortableness of the situation. I know I've been talking about this for the last three or four years, that we've been getting triggered as a means to to show us what needs to be understood, released, and healed. We talk about these triggers as something that's uncomfortable and that moves us forward. But what about the triggers that provide us inspiration or hope? Do you ever talk about inspiration and hope as being triggered? Like something or someone triggered you to be motivated? They don't have to feel negative. They can actually be quite motivating and quite exhilarating. The universe will provide 
all sorts of triggers for us. And the truth is, we do move when we feel most uncomfortable. But triggers are a method to move us forward. And I want you to start thinking as we go into 2021 and this time of creation and love and creating something in our lives, that it's not something that we are being forced into. So sometimes triggers get a bad rap because it's the uncomfortableness and we feel the universe is forcing us to move. But I believe that since we're on the threshold of a new age and the age of Aquarius, we are getting different messages or different triggers. And that's what I'm going to be talking about here in the coming year. But today I want to talk about just how the universe continues to communicate to us and what you might be open to looking for to catch some of these new triggers and these new messages. And again, I'm not talking about the triggers that are so uncomfortable that we change, but a trigger that is so hopeful or so motivating that we shift. It's a different energy. The age of Aquarius is lighter, it's forwarding, and it's more heart-centered. And if we think we figured out how the universe is communicating with us, well, the universe is always changing, just like we're always changing. We're in a new age, and since that is different, the energy is different. And really hold to that. You might think, oh, I know it, this is how the universe communicates to me, but we are in a totally different age of energy, and so the energy is different. This is why some of you may be feeling a bit off in your energy fields. There are broader spectrums of vibrational frequency coming to us. And the purpose of that is to reach more of us, to help us. No matter where you are along your journey, this broad spectrum of vibrational frequency will reach all of us. There is more urgency for hope. And I think part of the rays of of frequency that are coming in are these rays of hope that will motivate us. The last 10 years have been incredibly tough or all or life-changing for so many. The last lifetimes have been incredibly tough for many souls. And when I meet clients that say they hope that this is their last lifetime because they simply don't ever want to do this again, they're speaking from that place of pain. And honestly, the universe does not want us to be in pain. I truly believe that. The natural energy of the universe is love. That's a higher frequency. So if you aren't there, what is the adjustment that the universe is pushing you to make to get you back into that frequency of love. If the energy or the natural vibration of the universe is love, that is what the universe is wanting us to experience. So what might you be missing on your journey path? We know what to do, so why aren't we doing it? Knowing isn't doing. Now, the end of 2020, particularly around the winter solstice, the publicity around Jupiter and Saturn made Google search bar, CNN, global news, USA Today, local news. I've never seen more articles written about the magical star the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. This is where science and the metaphysical is starting to shake up a little bit. But honestly, that conjunction on December 21st with Jupiter and Saturn started a 20-year cycle representing a revolutionary shift in humanity's perspective. Now, I know the age of Aquarius is going to be for the next 2,000 or 2,100 years, but this next 20-year cycle is really around the Jupiter and the Saturn conjunction. This planetary connection ushered in the end of a groundbreaking year, 2020, a year that most of us want to put behind us. But it ushered in the birth of new life and new energy and something we could only dream of or about in our wildest imagination. And some of that energy we can't even comprehend yet, 
because we're not there yet. And don't put any restrictions on that because as I've been saying, the universe sometimes delivers more than our imaginations can provide. So just be open. This is the great awakener of a new world. And as we dissolve the old matrix boundaries and limitations, there's newness that comes in. And this may point changes in your life, how you think, how you learn, or how the universe is communicating to you. The universe celebrates our differences, our expansive interests, and our diverse energy that each and every one of us brings. If we thought the universe communicated one way and only one way, we'd be stuck because we are so diverse and we are all on different levels of our evolutionary process. When my kids were young and in school, I worked really hard to understand and work with them on their learning styles. And when I was in corporate America, I worked with teams all over the globe in very diverse groups, and I worked really hard to understand their communication and learning styles. And I presented in those ways, just like the universe presents to us. This is how we better understand the universe's teachings and messages, is to understand ourselves and how we learn best and be in that energy. The universe doesn't just communicate to us in one way. The universe communicates to us in ways that we best understand. If you understand how you best hear and how you best learn, you will be in a better place of being aware of how the universe is delivering the information to you that way. So let's take a look at the classic ways we think and learn and apply that to how the universe may be interacting best for us. Yes, just for us, because this is going to make it a whole lot easier for you to pick up the messages and the teachings for you as the universe is dumping in these whole new operating systems, these whole new codes and keys for us for this next 20-year cycle. I'm going to refer to seven known multiple intelligences that this is adapted from the ideas of Howard Gardner. He wrote two books, one, Frames of Mind from 1983, and the second one is Intelligence Reframed 1999. But his Seven known multiple intelligence are verbal linguistic. The second one is logical mathematical. Third is visual spatial. Fourth is bodily kinesthetic. Fifth is musical. Sixth is interpersonal. Seventh is intrapersonal. And the eighth one he also talks about is the naturalist. And I bring up the eighth one. Many people stop at that seventh, but I want to dive into the naturalist. So let's take a look at each one of these and see how it might apply to how you learn and look for ways to how the universe might be dropping information, messages, clues, even outright learnings to you in that particular style. Number one, say it, verbal or linguistic. These learners enjoy and understand oral and written language. They prefer to communicate with others through speaking and writing. They often like to read. They learn best through language, listening, speaking, reading, telling, discussing, and writing. So if you apply this, say it, verbal linguistic to your own life, in the world of the universe bringing information to you, it might be through picking up the latest article, listening to a podcast, a book, getting into a study group or a discussion group, something that you can not only read it, but also share what you're learning, discuss it. Sometimes we need that extra or that dialogue around just to pull out those golden nuggets. So say it or verbal Verbal linguistic 
just might be your method of learning. Count it, or logical mathematical learners, love numbers of all sorts. Numbers in math, naturally, but also the numbers associated with science, social studies, and language arts. Facts and data will catch and capture the attention of logical math learners. They've got all the latest facts and statistics about what's happening in the world. These learners have the ability to think conceptually and to see patterns in things. They love to solve problems and reason things out. Keep in mind, they're fact-based. They need logic and facts behind a story. They learn best using numbers and analysis and facts and data. So if they're listening to a story that seems too wish-washy or isn't backed up with statistics or facts, you might lose interest. Now, if you learn this way, the universe might be dropping facts or data to, to you, but it also might show up in simple numbers. Seeing 111, in places or seeing number sequences 781 all the time and trying to draw a logical sequence or a logical order to a number that you're seeing. This might be your learning ability or your preference of learning. If the universe knows this about you, the universe is going to give you facts or is going to show up in numbers or numbers that catch your attention. Number three, picture it. Visual or spatial learners make mental pictures and images to help themselves learn and remember. They learn best with the opportunity to represent material visually, such as using a graphic view, something that looks organized, using pictures or webs with lines or diagrams. They might even create a vision board. This might be how the universe is directing them to learn. But also, is the universe giving you visuals or pictures or diagrams to communicate back to you? If this is your learning style, you want to be out and about so that you can can get at that visual view, get at those images. That will be how the universe is communicating to you. Number four, move it. That's bodily or kinesthetic. These learners like to express themselves and their ideas through movement. They have good large muscle or fine motor skills and need to touch and do things. You won't find them sitting behind a computer or sitting behind a desk. They like to be moving up and about, outside or about. They learn best through action, hands-on activities, and the opportunity to manipulate materials. That includes touch. Do you need to touch crystals, to look at them, to feel them, to hold them in their hands? Or do you have no interest at all? Touch or feeling or hands-on isn't important to you. Maybe you learn through, as we said, verbal or linguistics. You can just pick up the instructions on how to put something together where someone that's maybe more movement or bodily or kinesthetic learner has to touch things and they rarely look at the manual. Number five, hum it or musical. These learners respond to pitch, rhythm, tone, and musical patterns. They may enjoy singing, rapping, or playing an instrument, or even just sitting back and listening. They may or may not have musical skills, but they respond strongly to music. They learn best when learning is linked to their sense of rhythm and music. And if this is your way of learning best, your messages might come to you in a song, or in the words of a song, or a pattern. And keep in mind, the universe doesn't always drop information to us in in understandable words. Sometimes it comes to us in colors, in sounds, 
sound and vibration. I myself love sound healing and vibrational medicine simply because it's another language. You might be one that learns best by music. Number six, lead it. This is interpersonal learners and they're people people. They're often good at motivating others, organizing and communication. They tend to get along well with others. Many are empathetic and intuitive. An interpersonal learner might use his or her leadership abilities as a team lead, a manager, a supervisor, or an organizer of an event. Another interpersonal learner might enjoy stirring things up just a little bit. The reason I bring that up is because learners with interpersonal preference enjoy working and playing with others. So if there isn't something them for to get involved in in the energy, they'll stir it up. They tend to create the situations that create the, the opportunity for those interactions to happen. Number eight, reflect it. That's intrapersonal learners. They're very thoughtful and reflective. They closely examine ideas, issues, perspectives. They understand themselves and their own feelings about things. They like their independence and they may set goals to work towards those those goals that they've set. They learn best when allowed to reflect, maybe share. Sharing isn't always needed, but they work best when they're allowed to have their personal opinions and often work alone. So the difference between the interpersonal and the intrapersonal is the intrapersonal might do better with meditation or individual activities such as journaling, whereas an interpersonal learner needs to be or works better when they are out and about. So a class or a group setting, a discussion, something that there is sharing that's going on. So watch for those two variations of learning between interpersonal and intrapersonal because that's, again, how the universe is going to communicate to you. So if you are an intrapersonal learner and you're looking for the universe to deliver messages and clues to you, you probably do very well in meditation or journaling or even doodling because that is an individual activity that the universe can use that space to drop in information. Interpersonal, you'll want to be out in some sort of a group, even like a Zoom group. Maybe it's a Zoom class where there's discussion or even if there's a meditation with a discussion at the end or a sharing at the end, that might be more your speed. And lastly, number eight, investigated or the naturalist. These learners can adjust too. They can adapt and use their surroundings to succeed or survive. Some may call them street smart. They observe how systems work and can be very effective manipulators in situations or settings. They fit in. They adapt. They're very agile. They often feel a personal connection with the natural world. They learn best when called on to figure things out or to figure out how to make things work to observe or to investigate. So the universe is probably going to deliver to them some situation that they have to go into some sort of problem solving, or they have to observe how the system works and then go back and reflect or maybe adjust or change or manipulate it in some way. Now of these eight, there is no one learning method that is better than the other. In the world of multiple intelligence, there's a core belief that these are eight that are highly written, but there's probably more. And as 
you listen to this, you probably thought or you believed that you fit into one, two, or maybe different scenarios. You might find that one or more of these make learning stick a little bit better for you. You're not always using one learning mechanism all the time. You adjust. Many things that you do require you to use more than one intelligence to accomplish a task. The multiple intelligences also are not meant to label you. There's simply information about how you learn. It's another way to be aware of how the universe might be delivering messages specifically to you to help you in your evolutionary process. Again, we're so diverse, not every person can receive information the exact same way. And I mentioned musical, so, and I mentioned sound healing. Well, maybe not everybody likes the crystal bowls and the Tibetan bowls and Sophigio scale. Maybe that's not your thing and that's okay. The key here is what might be your learning mechanism and look for those opportunities because that's where the universe is going to drop in the messages for you. That's your preference. That's the best way that you might be learning. And I also want to bring up that at various times of our life, we learn differently. Certainly at various situations, we use some of these intelligences very differently because we are so diverse. But the truth is, is at various times of our life, we learn differently. At various times of the information coming to us, it shifts to us to engage us. If you find yourself saying things like, I used to love to dance or I used to love to read, but not so much anymore. It's because your level of learning and your input ports have simply changed. Don't force it, but define what works for you now. Acknowledge maybe what you did in the past and what works for you now and understand that's all part of your evolutionary process. The best way to be is to know you and to understand what is best, easiest, or most comfortable for you. Follow that and while you understand if you do, then it may be more easy for you to pick up what the universe is saying to you. And keep in mind, the universe is always communicating to you. So be in that place, be open, be aware, and just be you. This is Lori Wonder of Your Life Core. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.